You are about to listen to a brand spanking new episode of True Stories Based on Fiction. Now, just a little disclaimer for all our viewers out there. We are going to be doing a review of the brand new movie, War of the Planet of the Apes. Now, I know what you're thinking. A review of Planet of the Apes? They're never on time with their reviews. Well, guess what? This is going to be our most timely review ever. So there will be spoilers that me and Evan, the third host, will be discussing. We're also going to do a review of Spider-Man Homecoming, much like the time frame of all our other reviews. <laughs> I hope you enjoy the following episode of True Stories Based on Fiction. Also, there might be some cussing. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have built this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. Nina before Zorro! Oh, Based on fiction. Get your paws off me, you dirty ape! Oh, he, can he can talk, talk he can talk, talk, he can talk, he can talk! I can sing! Dr. Sayers, Dr. Sayers! Dr. Sayers, Dr. Sayers! Dr. Sayers, Dr. Sayers! Oh, Dr. Sayers! Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. What's wrong with me? I think you're crazy. Want a second opinion? You're also lazy. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Oh, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Can I play the piano anymore? Of course you can. Well, I couldn't before. Okay, uh, so we are back with another exciting episode of TSP. Uh, well, Brian, some may say the second host. <laughs> Too bad we don't have our first host here. Oh. <laughs> anyways, anyways, the show must go on, as they say in Hollywood land. They also say break the leg. Yes. But show must go on. It seems less painful than breaking a leg. That's what Queen says. Show must go on. <laughs> R.I.P. Queen. <laughs> well, is it Queen? Touri Silva for fake uh, Freddie Mercury? Adam Lambert. Really? Yep. I, I, can I see was that. just talking to someone that just saw that in concert. Said it was pretty good. Yeah, I can see that. Wasn't Teddy going to see them too? Uh, I, I, the only one I knew about was um, uh, Paul McCartney. Let me go on to see Queen as well. Paul, Paul Bettany. <laughs> I'm the vision. Billy Father. <laughs> Billy Father. <laughs> Alright. <He's fine. laughs> Alright, so on this episode, so we're back like we never left again. And we're gonna give you not one but two reviews of recent summer blockbusters. One is going to be War for the Planet of the Apes, which Evan and myself just literally moments ago got done seeing. So it's fresh in our minds. In the theaters, Peter Guapport got them guapped up. And I, and I was afraid that my car wasn't going to work. I, I took you about that, right? How my car's all bent and shit. Uh-uh. So in, in my uh, in my money clip, I had it over. So my money clip, you could put cash in the front of it, the back of it is soccer cards. 
uh, over time I accumulated too many cards in the very limited spaces in there. So it's caused my cards to all bend to accommodate the extra cards. Long story short, it fucked up both my credit card and my actual debit card. So now if anything is, is exclusively a chip reader, my shit does not work. But if it's a swipe, I'm fine. So um, I've been having to get cash all the time now because the bank says they will replace my card, but it's paid. No, 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 it's free. But they have to cancel oh, the current yeah. one. So you go like a week without yeah, the card. Yeah, it's seven to ten business days, not even counting weekends, before I get another card. Live pretty quick with it. All right, it's, it's, it's less than the seven to ten business days. Oh, I'm not gonna guarantee it, but. I was, I was so infuriated because I can't be rude to people. I, I said, thank you for your time, and I hung up. I, I, like, then I was like, what the fucking fuck? Why can't they leave my card active until I get the other one? But it still works when I swipe. Your uh, money clip sounds like a stripper. <laughs> Cash in the front, card in the back. <laughs> like a tip drill. <laughs> so, 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 so anyway, uh, I had 13 ones on me, and I wasn't sure that... that 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 was like just came from the strip club. I don't, I don't know how I got so many ones, obviously. So uh, I went to uh, the, the automated teller machine at the movie theater and put my card in and because it gives a chip reader, so I couldn't do it. So uh, luckily, when I got my ticket and shit, I was on pins and needles. Like, I might have Brian like borrow some of that guap. But then the swipe didn't work because at the movie theater, it's only a swipe. So thank the Lord. Hashtag, what do you do it? Otherwise, I would have been fucked. Man. I had a free movie pass. Did you? Beginning. Nice. I should have <clears> my popcorn and two a medium drink shit too, but I said that for a date when we ladies. Um, and the second movie that we are going to review is Spider Man: Colon Homecoming. Now, I, I know we both essentially like both films. And before we get into the uh, in depth, um, in depth, well, not that in depth, group, no, two and one. Um, but I just want to say that. Because of War of the Planet of the Apes, uh, it fucked up Spider-Man's box office because this is apparently the lowest second week return on on any Marvel movie, period. Second lowest. The second lowest? But Thor Dark World the first? Um, I don't know. I saw the headline. Mm -hmm. They said this was the second biggest drop-off of a Marvel film, but not to fret. It said it's on pace with, like, I think Spider-Man 3, Amazing Spider-Man, not on pace for dollar-wise, but... Same percent drop off that Amazing Spider-Man or Spider-Man Three and Amazing One and Two both did. Gotcha. But they said you know it was to be expected. Uh, the some Ace movie was going to be a huge summer blockbuster. So were the previous ones huge? Huge like that though? I feel like this franchise has been building up to uh, it's growing crescendo. Um, Dawn did pretty well. I think Rise was the sleeper hit. It was definitely a sleeper hit. I, I, yeah, 2011. No? Yeah, 2011. Because I didn't see that one. I didn't see that until it came out in Blu-ray. I saw it in the theaters, but it was like late, late. It was late into the run. And then I was surprised. I went maybe three weeks in. It was still packed. Because I think that that one, it built, it, it built over time as well. Yeah, I didn't have any intention of wanting to see it. I kind of did. I think the only reason I saw it is everyone was saying how good it was. And um, I wasn't a big James Franco. I think I think I've grown as a James Franco fan, kind of. It's the best James Franco performance ever, mm-hmm. which isn't saying a lot. So real quick, um, do we want to do Apes or Spider Man first? I would say Apes first because like that one's again fresh in our mind. Mere uh, moments ago, we when we finished the movie. Where would you put this one in the trilogy so far? <laughs> so. 
that's actually a tough question for me because two is definitely at the bottom. Two isn't a bad movie, but of the three, two is definitely at the bottom. Uh, one was so good because it, it took something that, in my opinion, as you spoke about before, before we started recording, was a, a decent premise, but the execution was pretty corny with the silly ape costume and shit. And, and as the movies went on, the costumes and effect got worse and worse. So it took something that was kind of campy and silly to me and turned it to like a serious movie where you cared about a fucking ape, yeah. a monkey. I, uh, this is going to be like a... Uh, a revelation, but I, I got a little misty out of that first one, bro. I was the third most get misty out. Exactly, bro. So because of that, and how it took a franchise that Tim Burton fucked up, and then how it fucking reinvigorated it, 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 it was it was like the Batman Begins of those movies because it made everything make sense. Oh, absolutely. So because of that, it has a, a, a special part of my 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 uh black heart. But this one, I think, is a better movie, but I still... Dump it to those expectations for me. Are we still record? <laughs> Might be having some technical difficulties. What the fuck is this shit? No. Why can't I move this shit? What the fuck? My shit's frozen! This, this happened one other time and it was still recording. And I just want to make sure. If you're actually recording, I can take all this shit out. Why can't I hit X? God damn you, free antivirus. Move! It's gonna be the first one I have to actually really edit now. What the fuck? Okay, move. Can I hit X now? Oh, well, Audacity uh, went down. Oh, it's back up. Okay, so I think I think it, it got all that. Did it? <laughs> yeah. So it's still recording. So I got a lot of editing to do, or maybe I won't. <laughs> maybe I'll leave that shit in. All right. Uh, so, anyways, what I was saying is, um, the second one I went into with a little more expectations or higher expectations because I did like the first one. Yeah. Um, I won't say it was let is a disappointing movie, but I think my expectations were just high for it. And I don't think it, I, the second one didn't have the story that the first one had. Something was missing. Yeah, it, it, something was definitely missing. It was all style, no substance. I guess that. Yeah. Or, yeah. This third one, I, I'm gonna honestly say the third one was probably my favorite mm -hmm. um, out of them. Because I'll say I am hard pressed to say if you can find a more beautiful shot action movie or action probably movie. any movie yeah. in general this, this year at least. Um, I'm trying to think of one, but yeah. And I'll be surprised. It, it was just such a well-done movie. And now going back to look at it, and I, I don't know if this was the end of... Obviously, it's the end of this trilogy. And I said there was going to be spoilers, right? Yeah, fuck, not, it. fuck it, yeah. Caesar dies at the end of it. And then... Um, but you literally have seen a three-arc structure. Yep. 
or a three-act structure, I'm yep. sorry, yep, yep, I'm between these movies. Mm-hmm. You saw, obviously, the birth of Caesar in the first one. Um, Caesar is old. To also, not just the birth of Caesar, but the creation of this virus that begins to wipe out humanity. Um, and the virus evolved. Yeah. To Then you get a time jump to the second one. That's the other thing I like it. There's no direct continuation. I mean, there's a. T- I think they said eight years between one and two. two and and this is so. This is 15 years from the first one. Yep. I think they said eight, eight, nine, eight ten, years in between each one, essentially, almost. So it's seven years later. Then? Seven, seven, eight years later. Okay. Um, Shouldn't like uh, Cornelius be older than? Was he? I was, mean, was Cornelius around the second one? Yeah, he he was, he was born in that. Well, okay, now because he had two sons, remember? Right, right. I forget his first son's name, mm-hmm. but. I mean, I guess uh, like we aren't scientists, but what is a a, a monkey's adult? I mean, child to adult time frame? Because he was like a kid in this one. I feel like in seven years he, he would have been a fucking adult. No, 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 no. Yes, because in the last movie, I feel like um, maybe there was a time jump at the end. No, no, in the entire movie. Okay, because between one and two, you said was eight years. He said, yeah. So when two begins, Caesar's first son is already born. And he's like, I was a teenager's age, right? Would you agree in that movie? I'd have to see the first second one again. Okay, but from what I can recall, he was like a teenager's age, maybe late teens, because he was going off. Because I remember, if you remember, Coba was kind of influencing him too. So he was he was old enough to be his own person, make his own choices. Mm-hmm. So this is seven years later, and Cornelius was born born at the end of the second one. I feel like he should have been older. Yeah. I mean, but that's just maybe they got some semantics. <laughs> semantics. I'm just saying, um, but still, such a beautifully done movie. Yep. Um. So I, I'm looking at it as one whole storyline. Mm-hmm. I guess. Now, I'll be really interested to see: Do they go and make more sequels? Does Warner Brother try to cash in? Because obviously, it's they Fox. Get... It's Fox. What I say? You said Warner Brother. Oh. Um, no, I, was, I was confused because I know Matt Reeves is going to Warner Brothers. Right. Um, Fox, if, depending on how much money this makes, which sounds like it's going to be making some money for them. Wow. Uh, they're going to want to get milk this franchise for what it's worth. Exactly. Because it all leads up to the original 1970 or no, it was in the 60s, bro. 60s version, maybe of 68 or some shit. Playing the games. Um. So it's kind of. Interesting where you go because they've told the storyline now. Yeah, because uh, so this movie is, is an interesting fork in the road because it can, as you kind of alluding to, it can lead to the 1960s movies or it can lead to a redo of 1960s movies. So they can end it right here, which it probably won't because it's Hollywood and like mm-hmm. money. Or they could now do the official uh, remake. remake. See, I'm kind of hard pressed. Let it. Let the, they've always been told. They've been saying from the get go. They're doing the prequel kind of movies leading up to the original, you know. And I think that might be where they maybe start angering fans. Like, you know, they were able to bring back the Planet of the Apes franchise, right? Without remaking Planet of the Apes, right? So, I'm almost to the point like you've told the story and you've told it well. Yeah, you don't need to sit there and I know Hollywood's all about that dollar, what? But. I don't know. Do you feel there needs to be another? I, I, it would be interesting to see if they can pull it off. Because uh, 
Because now what has to happen, because in the movie, the, the virus that was killing off the humans has evolved and makes them basically devolve. So, and then the, the apes haven't, we haven't really seen it, but what happened in, in the original shit, the apes kept getting smarter and humans kept getting dumber. So basically it flipped. Mm-hmm. It flipped. It flipped it. Now, does the virus turn them into apes? No, 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 no. They're different species, so. No, is that... So I've never seen the original. There's yep. Nova, who's in this one. Mm-hmm. Now, they introduced Nova's character. Yep. And you were asking me, is that the Nova from the... Oh, shit. Bullshit. Is she a human in the... Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like, she... If you've seen, like, any any stills from the old movie, Nova is a bitch as always with Will Charles Henson in the movie. Because I'm not sure what happened to, like, his, his people he came with. Maybe they die like like during the crash or some shit, yeah. But in a movie, the two humans are Charlton Heston, and now we know that bitch, uh, no, who was raised by the apes. Gotcha. Um, so it would be interesting to see if they can pull off a, 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 another film to where the apes are more humanoid and still have it be as serious as these movies are. Because like, there's no point in it where, where it's goofy. Besides when, like, as we we'll probably talk about next, some some of the comic relief characters. And there are point even as a kid, when I watched the other movies, like, this is some goofy-ass shit. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> not only that, it's kind of hard to do. If you're going to do another one, it's hard to do a done-in-one movie. Well, they don't have to. They, they, well, I'm saying, yeah, I, I agree they don't have to. But it's also hard. How much more can you get out of it? My opinion, I think the series is good as it is. They introduce subtle elements that lead up to the one. I yep. mean, it's obviously going to be a time jump, but, you know, they kind of made it a point that they distance themselves from any humans if there are. Yeah, because that's kind of like an unanswered question, because obviously all those humans died. So every human in a movie besides Nova is dead. Well, I assume there might be more humans. That's, what, was, said, that's, but, that's uh, what I was going to ask. You think, you think there's more humans out there? I... I guess, in my opinion, I would believe there are. There's different groups, but they, uh, the colonel, played by Woody Harrelson, mm-hmm. said that. I'm going to get a job. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get to my next yep. statement here in a second. Already has the virus. It, it, it's like fucking zombies. And they took the, the current trope of zombie mm-hmm. uh, stories and put them in there, and it makes sense, yeah. yeah. Some humans are all carriers. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Would you view the colonel as the hero of the movie? No. That that actually is a good question. It gets me to my segue. One of the I won't say I didn't like it, but it's, it's something that kind of stuck out to me. Uh, no. Well, what Go I ahead. say is, I almost view him as the hero. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. Well, they portray him as the villain. He's mm-hmm. viewed as the villain. But what's he doing other than trying to defend humanity? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they. I think they actually. And, I don't know if they anticipated people thinking that, um, because they did throw in that one portion of how he does he kills his own son. People that have this virus that were losing their will to be human, I guess. Um, their speech and their decision making. Um, Not to interrupt you, sorry, but was he wrong though? Because he got infected with the virus when he took that girl's little daughter that had those blood dots on. True. So he may have been, he, that was his theory, but his theory may not have been correct. So it might have been another virus, you think? <clears throat> yes. It, it, it could have potentially been a different virus, because because the, the main point of him grabbing that shit from that cage, looking at it, where'd you get this? They put on his shit, and then fast forward to the uh, climax, he's talking like, he, well, he, he looked at his humanity, and they fan over to that doll, and then also when he took initially, 
they zoomed in and you could see those two specks of blood on there. Mm-hmm. And, and then and when they first met Nova, she had a nosebleed and she probably bled on that dog. So how come she's not dying? Oh, no, he wanted to die. Yeah, she's and not he, dying. And they aren't dying, they're de-evolved. De-evolving. Yep. Gotcha. So, yeah, so that was vague in the film. But I like I like that was vague because that gives us a good chance to talk about it. But, but I'm, I'm sorry if that uh, something your point, but uh, oh no, I, I, just I'm sitting there. I'm like, I get that they're trying like the apes are supposed to be the heroes, and the um, humans are supposed to be the villains. But realistically, you know, they're doing nothing but trying to. It's almost like the mutants and humans mm-hmm. and uh, X-Men world. The humans are doing nothing but trying to protect their species from being overtaken. Okay. The apes, Nazis. I, that's what I was going to say. This movie was fucking slavery and the Holocaust in one. Yeah. And Hitler thought he was saving his race. So you look at it that way. It was definitely a strong correlation between yes. that whipping scene where they. Exactly, bro. I was like, man, I, I, I don't know how I feel about this shit. They called them donkeys. Donkey. The only good ape is a dead ape. They had a lot of shit in there, bro. I mean, is the donkey supposed to be the house slave? Yes, yeah, clearly. Uh, I clearly. mean, has, has him do the whip. He's basically the Samuel Jackson of Django Unchained. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and then, I'm not sure how I felt about it because it, 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 here's my main gripe with, with although they've always kind of taken that stance, even the old movie, but, he, but here, here's my gripe with that too. We know back when people were overtly racist, what did they compare black people to? Apes. <laughs> so I'm like, this is kind of fucked up. But at the same time, at least in this movie, the apes were smarter than apes were actually trying to, and, and apes weren't just savages. You, you can argue that the humans were savages for treatment of the apes. But it definitely had Holocaust in it with the concentration camp base. There were the sections of this movie that felt like they took roots <laughs> in Schindler's List yes. and put it together. Absolutely. No, absolutely. absolutely. It was still a very beautifully shot movie. Yeah. Very well done. Not to take away. It was a great movie. And basically, Woody Harrison was telling Caesar he's a credit to his race. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like they respected each other. Yes. Um, I, you know, I like that uh, the scene where uh, Woody Harrelson says, like, you know, I, I came there to kill you. I was like, I apologize for killing your wife and son, mm-hmm. but I don't regret it. Right. Um, because he would have taken over as uh, your hair in your absence. So, um, Oh, it, it was a good movie. I liked it. Yeah, okay, so uh, let's go ahead and give our drunk Iron Man reviews, and then we'll move over to um, Iron Man. All right. All right. So, how many drunk Iron Man Iron Mans would you give? War I would probably for give the of the Apes. War of the Planet of the Apes. War four. War for the Planet. Was it was a good title? Out there. Yeah. Um. Which like one of the titles? I like the little scrolls in the beginning. <laughs> that was that was dope. Uh, I like that a lot. <laughs> um. I'd say nine. Nine drunk Iron Nine, 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 nine! To go along with our Hitler thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to get a tweet out, out of this one because I'm, I'm going to have pictures of Hitler, the pictures of Woody Harrelson. <laughs> oh no, you got the little Hitler mustache on Caesar. <laughs> um, I would, yeah, because I said from the offset, my favorite is still the first one, but this is the best of those three movies overall. So I would definitely give it nine, maybe even nine and a half. Drunk Iron Man. Nine, 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 nine. 
because it's, it's, it's a and it was a beautiful shot too. Okay, now I know we said that we're going to uh, pivot over to Spider Man, but one one thing that we spoke about earlier that we definitely should address: the comic relief of the Eight Pagoda Eight. Um, needed or needed or overdone or did it fit into you? I like that. Okay, so you made a mention earlier how. Once you get into the '60s versions of Planet of the Apes, they're wearing costume like human clothes. Humanoid um, clothes. <clears throat> I think this that was a way of segueing into it. I think it was overdone. I agree. I won't say it wasn't needed um, because he, his role was pivotal. Because they had to find a way to get to that camp. But I like the fact that it was another kind. It was a zoo mm-hmm. monkey. Um, and also it explains that there's other apes out there because Caesar and his crew thinks that they're the only apes on Earth. Yeah. So there obviously needs to be more, more, more to, take, to take over the planet. Right. Um, maybe it was in a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, I still think that first, because they don't even inter- incorporate with like, with the exception of one quick scene with uh, Woody Harrelson. I don't even think he gets into it until midway through the movie. I think it was about an hour Ooh, fifteen. Who, who Woody Harrelson. Yeah, he, he had one scene, one quick brief scene. The, la- the, end, the end of the first act is when he's introducing, and all he does is looks back. Then it's like he's out. But I think that first hour to hour and ten minutes was the best part of it. I agree. Movie. Um, um watching Caesar kind of go out on his own, fight for his the eight bo- the eight only scenes you think would be something that would drag. But those scenes were better, and then the one I, I can't think of any human or human scenes. Any human only? Yeah. Can you? No, because they had the eighth working for him. I mean, there's that exactly. very beginning. Yeah, yeah, but the very beginning, but they, and that was only for two minutes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you're essentially not getting much conversing, so it's all watching, short of the little bit that Caesar does talk. And you're reading, and it doesn't feel like, which, yeah. is, which, is, uh, which is a triumph in filmmaking, the fact that you can... to the <laughs> Matt Reeves. Um, so, real quick, and then we'll get into your drunk argument. Oh, no, you already gave me okay, yeah, yeah. So, how do you feel about Matt Reeves being a, watching this, to knowing he's going to be the one to take over the Batman. This is the first Matt Reeves film I've ever seen that I can recall because I've never heard his name before until I heard he's a Planet of Apes and that he was a container a container to... So not uh, the first one you've seen the first one that you know it's him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you've seen Don the Planet of Apes. He did that one too? Mm-hmm. That's crazy because I think this is far superior than that one in terms of filmmaking and everything. But, but okay, um, I think maybe ten minutes in I was like, yeah, like, like this motherfucker is going to do a damn good Batman. And I think... With this one, especially after watching Wonder Woman, I think with him doing Batman, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously the, the Batman has had its fair shares of pitfalls that they're yes. going into. Um, I'm hoping just now that they're starting to finally get their um, in the right mindset. Right. But <clears throat> with the success that Wonder Woman had this summer, mm-hmm. with the success that Matt Reeves is going to have with this one, I'm really thinking you're going to see the DC find their footing to put out their expanded universe. You know, hats off to Zack Snyder for creating the mm-hmm. world of this uh, DC cinematic universe, but it's just it's not working for what his direction wanted to be. All style, all style, no substance. Yep. I think what you're seeing between Wonder Woman and 
you know, obviously nothing has been done for Matt Reeves Batman, but you're starting to see style and substance. Did you're 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 going to see good storytelling? Did Matt Reeves write this too? I don't know if he wrote it. Okay. Because well, I'll tell you in a second. He's um, writing Batman, isn't he? He started from scratch. You know, I, I respect him for it now. Um, he wants to make the movie his. Uh huh. Um. So I bet we'll see. You no, know, Joe Magnella is no Deathstroke now. <laughs> Unless it's a company mandate, because uh, that's why the Vulture was in Spider-Man, which we're going to talk about in a second, obviously, because th- that was a mandate from the studio. They, they already had plans, or, and they, they, they've already done R&D on the Vulture. He was one of the writers. He was? Okay, cool. We've seen any other movies, though. 17 movies. 17 movies? Because uh, uh, He did Cloverfield. Oh, did he? Okay. Uh, actually, not. he did a lot of TV, so he's only done four movies. Well, no. He did a movie in 94 called Future Shock. 94? Yeah, yeah, because he's not a young man. No. He, he's probably down there 50. He did the 1996 uh, vehicle starring Paul... Um, what the hell's his name from? Paul J. Money? No, from Friends. Ross. Oh, David Schumer? David Schumer. I don't know why I was thinking Paul. And uh, Gwen Paltrow, the Paul Bear. Oh, that's because I was reading the title, but Paul Bear. <laughs> uh, David Schwimmer. Then he took a little break, did TV... Until 2008, when he did Cloverfield. Okay. Um, 2010, he did Let Me In, which I think was a horror movie. Sounds like one. Um, I think he had the little girl from in Kick-Ass. Okay. Yeah, Chloe Grace Moretz. Um, actually, I think I've seen that movie. Um, and then he's on the two point of the year. So he's only done four. Uh, That's crazy. One, two, three, four, six movies. He leveraged a recent one. He leveled up very quickly. But now, speaking of. Films that were directed by people I haven't heard of, Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Because who was that guy named John Watts or some shit? Tom, was it Tom Watts? Something Watts. I'll tell you. Who, who I think did an amazing job, a la uh, the work of the dude who did Ant-Man, who I've also never heard of. Peyton Reed? Yeah. See, I've heard of him before. Had you? Yeah, he did uh, John Watts. I you right. John Watts, okay. He did uh John Watts, John Hughes. I remember he made me he made me nervous because he was doing he did movies uh he did a Leave musical the or some shit. No, he uh Peyton Reed did uh Bring It On. Bring It On. Um and then Down with Love I think which wow was a musical or a movie. I think horror it was movie. yeah it, it it was a weird mixing of uh deaneries. I remember someone I was uh, a group of friends wanted to see it or something like that. I think I walked out with <laughs> walked into another uh, theater because I couldn't take it. Wait, wait, did you pay for a different ticket? No. Oh. You're a thief. Call it one Piracy hurts. I didn't see the whole movie that I, went, I had paid for. That's a good point. Get rationale. Um, you direct the breakup. That wasn't bad. Depressing. With Vince Vaughn and uh. Yep. Never saw it. Hated it. Um. Sorry. No, you're good. Uh, no, Spider-Man was a good one, though. I mean, I, I thought they did a great job at distancing themselves away from the previous two iterations of Spider-Man yes. um, to make it its own, mm-hmm. as well as fitting into the Mar- the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe yes. that you have already. Cause it, it definitely felt like a comic book in the sense that it, it, Marvel's always been good about having their shared universe in the comic books. So you'll, you'll see people, rental people from other books pop up in, in, in books mm-hmm. as side characters and shit. Like, uh, Cyclops dated uh, Colleen Wing right after Jane Grey died back in the day. Which time? First time? The very first. No, well, actually, it, it, before 
prior to Phoenix. Oh, okay. Dips came back as Phoenix. <laughs> he just pieced a Cowling Wing out went right back to uh, Jean Grey. Yeah. It wasn't really Jean Grey in that time. Because Phoenix, it was a different ending. Madeline Pryor? No, no, no. That's that even after that, bro. Mm-hmm. That, that X-Men, Chris Claremont shit is convoluted as fuck. Um, but no, you're right. And I'll say this. They did a phenomenal job at not over... Doing Iron Man in this movie. Yeah, and the, the trailers weren't very good because it made it seem like it was going to be Spider-Man team up with Iron Man. Iron Man three and a half or some shit. Yeah, which is what Captain America was. Yes. So. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, it definitely it felt most like like a Marvel comic book. And then uh, I felt like Peter Parker was definitely a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Even though of all the British actors, this kid has the biggest, the thickest British action, action of all of them, and he nailed that fucking Brooklyn accent good as fuck. He said there was one scene. I was, uh, I think it was, uh, listening to an interview somewhere, but he Probably. said there was uh, one scene. He's like, I felt that he felt like he didn't even that he forgot to use his accent, American accent. Really? Um, I can, I'd have to see it again yeah. to see if I could find it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So what were your, what were your highlights of Spider-Man: Homecoming? Uh, as we've spoken about before, I think that this is the first time that I've ever seen Peter Parker on screen. Because, uh, of course, my Peter Parker is 24 to 28 years old. So this guy is obviously a kid. And the only kid Spider-Man I've ever really liked was on the, on the Spectacular Spider-Man cartoon. So I think I have over here, and, and I'll let you borrow before you leave today. Um... So it's the only time I felt as though I've actually seen Peter Parker on screen because in the Amazing Spider-Man, you were saying that he's more like the ultimate Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. I, I thought he was a dick. And Peter Parker isn't a dick. Peter Parker, he, he's he's brilliant. I feel, this, I feel this was more Ultimate Spider-Man. Spider-Man Homecoming was more Ultimate Spider-Man than Amazing Spider-Man. The Ultimate Spider-Man, I remember, yes, because you read the whole series, right? Uh-huh. I, I, I was in and out. I was in and out. Um, well, it, maybe it might be simply because he was always a kid in yeah, those. True. He was a kid the longest in Ultimate Spider-Man because in the books he was a kid for maybe ten issues and then like he was off to college basically. Well, maybe twenty-five or so. Was that it? I've never noticed known how long before they kind of grew him up. As, as soon as Steve Dicko left and John Romita Sr. came on, he got handsome up and went to college and started fucking Gwen Stacy and Betty Brant. He like turned to a pimp because mm-hmm. Steve Dicko wanted him to be like a, a, a dweeb the entire time. Then, then from John Romita came from like romance comics and nah, bro, I drop out the people handsome. He about to get some hoes now. Hey, mm-hmm. it works because Gwen Stacy was based off of uh, Stanley's wife, you know, his late wife, R.I.P. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Because uh, and then um, J- and Mary Jane, I believe, was based off of John Romita's wife. I'm not. Yeah. not at all. Huh. Yeah, give me a little crash course on Spider-Man <laughs> history. You do, because uh, like as as the listeners all know, like I was a Marvel kid, you were a DC kid, so mm-hmm. I know a lot of the deep cuts Marvel shit, like behind the scenes shit. Because uh, have you have you read that book, um, the Untold the Untold Story of Marvel? Uh uh-uh. It's sometimes it's boring, but it's actually a, a very good book. Okay, but back to Spider-Man though. So uh, the same question you asked me, which I forgot what it was. What were you just saying? What did you ask me? <laughs> what did you like and what did you not like? So I'll say what I like and then one of what we did yep. possibly didn't like if there was anything. Um, you know, I'll agree with you on the Peter Parker aspect of it. I, I like you finally got a good villain. Yep. Um, I'm going to kill you and everybody you love. Yeah, which by at this point, 
everyone probably knows there's a very pivotal scene in the movie yeah. um, that takes place between Tom Holland, uh, Peter Parker, and Michael Keaton's uh, Adrian Toomes. Um, Dude, but, which uh, they're both out of costume. Yep. And basically having a conversation in front of Toomes' daughter, yep. who Peter Parker is taking to prom, uh, homecoming. Homecoming. That's I cool. see what they did there. Um, which would never happen in real life. Because yeah. was she older than him? Was she a senior? He was like a sophomore? I don't know if they ever said she was what grade I was felt, I felt like they might have said that she was older. I don't see a senior girl taking out a, a sophomore guy. It could be reversed. I don't know, it seemed like a small school. Yeah, because I, I feel, never saw more than like five kids in that Because I feel like that was one of those schools in New York that are like the special school. Because everybody, everybody was smart. It like it, it was, a, it was like a, a, a an advanced was, school. Yeah, you yeah, can tell it was, it was a school for geniuses. Yeah. I read somewhere that they said uh, that's what it was. Um, Which is cool because it shows kids coming up and just around being smart. And, yeah. and, and then it also shows that the smart schools still have the same archetypes, like like the bully. But he was he was a smart bully. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't your beat em up jock type villain, which Peter is Parker. <laughs> um, so I thought they did. I mean, I didn't mind that they changed Flash up. They, I mean, they took a lot of liberties in this movie of changing some things, but uh, for those who hate race swapping, don't watch Spider Man. It ain't my Spider Man, <laughs> that ain't my Flash Thompson. The only black Spider Man was uh, Rock Robinson and his son. <laughs> And a glory grit. <laughs> um, I like that there were a lot of little Easter eggs for people, too. Yes, there were a lot um, of Easter eggs. You know, I, I like that they didn't have to incorporate uh, the Osborns as main characters. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been neat to have a little Easter Oscorp or something yeah. like that. Uh, but the Bugle? I mean, we've gone quite a bit of time I now about Dan- the Daily Bugle. I want my Daily Bugle I want my Daily Bugle back. <laughs> And I want J.K. Simmons to come back and reprise his role. I wouldn't have any problem with that. And he can do it. Because that's a part of Spider-Man that they can't ignore. And I know that newspapers are He's dying. He's But it could be like an online newspaper. It, I mean, it doesn't have to be a, a physical paper. Well, some people said that might have been where uh, in the second one, you get to... Uh how they get to have that first scene where he's video documenting uh-huh. Civil War. And that might be that you start seeing into a more digital... Bro, that never clicked into me because he's essentially being... Yeah, he's being a photographer. Dude, it never clicked into me until right now. Oh, man, that's deep. Um, one thing I just found out about... Uh-huh. Um, I sent you the article. I don't know if you read it or not. From the, um, the very ending of the movie where uh, he goes and sees... Tony Stark. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, hey, behind these walls is 50 news reporters, and you're gonna we're gonna announce that you're the newest member of the Avengers." Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, "No, I don't want to do that. Um, I want to kind of do my own thing for the time being." They actually had that whole thing scripted out. It was gonna be the Civil War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because with the exception of Spider-Man, there really are no secret identities in these in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They were gonna have that he was gonna become part sure. of the Avengers. And go out there and reveal that he was Peter Parker, which would also tie it back to Iron Man One too. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. But they they scrapped it and changed it into what they did, which I think was smart. Yeah, because that would make because uh, Peter Parker needs to have a secret identity at least for right now, because mm-hmm. he's still in school and shit. So it, 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 if they flip that, because 
part of the charm, charm of this movie, which is very weird for me saying this, is the fact that he was in school. I, I, I don't like my Spider-Man being a kid, but it worked in this world. And I, and I like the interaction with him and the other kids. So take that away from him, I think it would have been a big problem. But you also differentiate, I mean, that you can almost see that his personality changes when he puts that costume on. Yeah. He's not Peter Parker anymore. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think taking that away a little bit, um, I, I don't know, I won't go as far as say would have ruined it, but I'm liking that, I like that they chose not to do it. Yep. You can't, you can't put that genie back in the bottle. You can't have a, Yeah, not Christina, Christina Aguilera. Can't have Mephesto come through and, uh, or can they? Take that away. So I, I, I just think that's something they would have regretted. Mm-hmm. Now things we might have not cared for. Um, this took me a while to realize this, but uh, I want my Spidey sense. It's coming. They have confirmed it's coming. Um, in the Avengers trailer that oh. they released at B twenty three, um, they show him with a spider sense. So I think they what wait, wait, wait. so. On, on our group me it's actual footage of that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just the description. Gotcha. They okay. said it'll probably be up. I'm guessing they're going to release it right after Comic-Con this coming weekend. Are, are they going to Comic-Con still? Because I thought that D23 was a way of not going to Comic-Con anymore because this wanted to uh, control like the uh, content. And all I'd be shit. shocked if Marvel didn't have anything. They didn't go last year, I don't think. If they went in for the smaller movies, like not for Avengers, I feel like last two or three years, all the big shit has been at... at D23. I don't know. I did read an article that said that um, you'll see an article online sooner than later, but yeah. I haven't released it yet. But there is a scene where you see like the hairs on his uh, arm stand up, um, which oh. they said is going to be his spidey, spidey sense. Um, essentially, all his powers haven't kicked in. Or he hasn't, makes sense, like, he hasn't de- learned how to de- develop them or use them all yet. Because he was saying that uh, in Civil War um, that... He was saying that he's only by him for a couple of months, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That makes perfect sense. Then. So, yeah. He's they just start what evolved over time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, there was, a, obviously, a lack of uh, spidey sense in this one. Um, I don't know. I thought Ned slash Yankee yeah. was the comic relief, and that was maybe used just maybe a little too much. You think so? I think I think he was good. Who, who I didn't like was that fucking African kid. He, he was there just for jokes, and jokes never landed. Which one? Exactly. But there's like a straight up African kid in there. Like, oh, I'm African. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, of all the kids, he, he was the most trash one. Um, yeah. I like the MJ. Yeah. I, I like her a lot, yeah, because uh, her, her, all of her winers land, she would come in, make a joke, and, and hop right back out. <laughs> and then they all landed. She her, uh, her and uh, Tom Holland are dating? Think about it, bro. First Spider-Man, Tom McGuire and Old Girl are dating. Second Spider-Man, uh, what's his face? What's his name? I think that's the studio making do that shit. I think that's Sony, bro, because the, the same shit happened back in the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s. If they had a big movie and tried to seem like the chemistry is so real to date in real life to make people watch the movie more, I'm not buying it. Mm-hmm. I don't think this. I don't think but he wasn't dating. He wasn't dating any chick or Zendaya in the, this movie. But subtly, they've been trying to say that, 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 that she's Mary Jane and like people hate it and shit. But now also, uh, not to offend any group, but I don't think that Zendaya is like dudes. 
Was man? Yeah, that's, 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 that's what I've always thought. But for that paycheck, she'll lie. Uh-huh. Get guapped up. She's a little young. I mean, kids pick their own gender these days, bro. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's not a joke. What are you saying, Brian? Nothing. <laughs> Put the slammer on me. That take it off the air. <laughs> I agree. I agree, but I can't find anything that that, that could have been taken out though. Now, we're planning the apes. I would say there's a couple scenes that could have been cut shorter and had the same effect. But in Spider Man, I can't think of it. I agree it was a little too long, but I can't see anywhere that they could take take a shit out. Well, maybe like the scenes in detention could have been cut a little shorter. Yeah. Um, That was almost just like, oh, hey. We've been saying so for so long that we're taking our cues from John Hughes. Right. We're gonna throw our breakfast club uh little montage in this bitch. Yeah. Um Fuck. Uh yeah, I can't think of anything I didn't like in it, man. I agree it was long, but I don't know where they could have cut through. I guess the whole beginning part of uh the Civil War, then Peter Parker on a bus stalking the fucking Happy Hogan and shit, that they could have maybe had the same effect and had that part be a little bit shorter. Cause that was a good 15 minutes, wasn't it? That whole little section? Um, I don't know if it was that long, but I thought that added uh, good humor into it. But could they have had the same effect and had that those scenes be short? I feel like they could have. Possibly. Um, so that, that, that's the only thing I could think that could have uh, saved that runtime a little bit. Other than that, anything that I didn't like, let me see. Uh, I would have liked to see a better Shocker costume. Which I did see pictures online that they actually had this yeah, mask. Yeah, mask and everything. Yeah. Why did you throw that in there? I would have. Re- I would have liked to see that. And they, they, it had the color scheme. Yep. In it. And, and then I had like little quilted shit in it. And and then it said, "Oh, yeah, oh so he called himself a shocker." I don't like that. Um. Damn. No. I can't think of anything that I didn't like. That. Oh no 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 no! I do have one. I do have one. So I didn't like. Okay, because. Spider-Man always has a scene in the comic books, especially the earlier ones in the cartoon and in the movies where he's overcoming an extreme obstacle. It's happening in this movie mm-hmm. where um, Tomb had all that shit just piled up on him. And like in the comic book, I think it was this amazing 45 or some shit, like when he uh, fighting Green Goblin, like some of the most famous comic covers, when he's looking up this big ass shit, yep. he's thinking about Aunt May, Uncle Ben, all the friends and family. I didn't like you thinking about uh, motherfucking Tony Stark. That should have been Uncle Ben. Yeah. Tony McGuire playing Uncle Ben. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Do they even make a reference to Uncle Ben in this? Not by name. Uh, all they say is Tony Stark says, Your aunt's been through a lot. And then she says, Peter, I've been through a lot. She can't lie to me and all that shit. But they never say Uncle Ben's name. They just allude to it with shit like that. That's what people wanted. Oh, what do you mean that's what people wanted? People didn't want no origin. They didn't want no Uncle Ben. Nope. I think that people or I think that uh, Marvel, Sony, and whoever the fuck is, is misreading that. People don't want the origin, sure, but Uncle Ben is an important part of Spider-Man. Agreed. He, now, Uncle Ben doesn't have to be on screen, but I think they could have said his name and had Peter think about because it, it felt like Peter wasn't hurt by Uncle Ben at all, only Aunt May was. Yeah. 
Yeah, there needs to be some remorse to it because I mean the reason he's Spider-Man is to avenge Uncle Ben. Exactly. And that's where great power comes great responsibility. See, yes, yeah, so that's my biggest uh biggest uh great with it. I don't mind having an order because we've seen these orders of superheroes too many fucking times now. But I I don't think they show Uncle Ben the respect that he deserved. And also, they still they could still put a great power and, and all that shit. Because people are trying people are tired of the origin, yes, but those are two foundations of Spider-Man. Great power, great responsibility. You don't need to see the death of Uncle Ben, but you can you, see, you can have reference to it. Exactly. So yeah, that's where Marvel and Sony are getting it wrong. People hate the origin, yes, but they but power and responsibility are part of Spider-Man and Uncle Ben is part of Spider-Man. Period. It has to be in it. Now, so origin, this is gonna take it back to a movie from last year. Mm-hmm. Do you feel the very brief retread of origin for Batman, Batman v Superman for Batman was uh, not needed. Because it was quick. It was maybe, what, two minutes after that? Yeah. I felt like it wasn't needed, but it was. Because who's Batman if you don't. I mean, it's the same thing. Batman's not Batman if it's not to Avengers' parents' death. Everyone knows why Batman's Batman. Batman's origin is probably the most popular one of origin of any. Probably of any. You don't think people have Spider Man's origin? Batman, I think. Spider-Man hasn't been as popular in the popular lexicon as, or as long as Batman has. Batman's always been popular. Spider-Man got popular to the masses in, in 2001 when the movie came out. Batman's been popular forever. Oh, um, I'd be hard to press. I'd say you have more Spider-Man movie origin than you've ever had Batman. True. Because um, in the first Batman movie, the Tim Burton, it's only briefly touched upon the uh, spider or the Batman origin, and then you see the Batman begins is when they actually do the whole origin, unlike uh, Spider-Man and the Amazing Spider-Man, where you actually, I mean, you see you see the death of Uncle Ben both times. Okay, now um, I'll say this now: in Batman v Superman, the scene it was important. Only because he said Martha. That's the only reason why I think it was in there. But they could have that same effect a different way. True. Uh, I, here's the thing: when it comes down to it, I don't mind if it's alluded to or done briefly. You don't need a whole other movie where I mean, Batman Begins, great movie. You don't need to see a whole other origin story right. movie again. Never again for any superhero movie, in my opinion. Just having a flashback. A flashback kind of origin is more effective in my opinion anyway. What about Wonder Woman? I guess that word is an origin, but... That's think, also something you've never really seen either. Well, uh, I saw it the first time when it was called Xena. Or the other time when it was called Greek, Greek mythology. <laughs> but people that don't... I want to go see the Wonder Woman story. I, I, get where you're, I get where you're coming from. I think mean, once it's done in a movie, yeah. whether it be that series or another, unless you're putting a new spin on it. Exactly. If you're flipping it. And you can't take it too much because that's what Amazing Spider-Man tried to do. Yep. And which actually followed the comics by introducing the spy espionage of the parents. It followed a questionable part of Spider-Man's origin. Read the new spectacular Sp- Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man. I, yep, yep, I heard about it. They're like making the uh, he flat out tells uh, Johnny Storm that his parents were spies. Yeah, I mean, he's on that for years, though, hasn't 
Yeah, well, you said it was questionable. Well, it's no questionable in regards to how effective and how good it was. Oh, I thought you meant questionable, like they never come to out and say. Yeah, no, to say. yeah, I, I, I knew it was official. I knew it was candid in terms of how effective it was. Gotcha. I prefer the Mark Miller. Uh, what was the book called about uh, him and Terry Dotson? Like, yeah, I, I prefer that or Spider Man. So, I may be in a whore. Oh, they were fucking uh, <laughs> having uh, orgies, yeah. orgies and fucking key uh, parties and shit. Yeah, not, not key parties, but key parties. Basically, Uncle Ben, Aunt May, uh, Richard and Mary, Parker. Richard and Mary Parker were all swingers. All swingers. They like that dick. Man, that pipe. Yeah. Well, then you find out Aunt May or Peter Parker is really Aunt May's son. Gives it away and then eventually has to take him back. Yep, which kind of makes sense. How I mean, because who I and uncle that close? I can see grandparents. Not like who and uncle that old? Uh, Havoc and, <laughs> and Scott Summers in the X Men movies, <laughs> like twenty years apart in age. Parents are fucking early and early. I remember always thinking, was like, man, I ain't got no aunt uncle that old. Let's say they're about to undust door. <laughs> Might be great aunt, great aunt, man. Great aunt, man. Great uncle Ben. But uh, okay, so uh, I guess we'll uh, start wrapping this shit up. So, how many drink Iron Man's do you get Spider Man calling homecoming? Marvel's Marvel's called Spider Man calling homecoming. I would give it uh, seven and a half to eight really? Iron Man's. The best Spider Man out of all of them, though. Out of all the Spider-Man movies ever, you're saying? Well, the... Six. So, better Spider-Man 2. Exactly. I like this iteration of Spider-Man better. Okay. Spider-Man 2 might be a better done movie. Okay. Um, I don't know. Villains were both done both well in both of them. Um... But like I said, I think I've had this conversation with you once. I still think Green Goblin was the best iteration, closest to a villain mm-hmm. out of all the Spider-Man yeah, ones done. Um, Together, we can rule this world. Costume, horrible. Trash. Uh, could they have casted someone better than William Defoe? Probably. He was good casting, but they, they should use the Goblin face. As yeah, Goblin. which... They've had the perfect one. They've it, shown it. It is. Uh, it was amazing. Spot on. Why did they? It's do not it? like. It's not like that. Those ones weren't a little campy, but it worked. I, it was good campy. And here's why I think they don't didn't use it. That came out at the same time as closely after the first X Men, where they were trying to get this realism to the comic. They were because notice they didn't have X Men costumes in the original X Men movies. They used the black leather, right. and I think that what they're trying to go for is as much as you're going to have a guy dressed up as a spider swinging around the sky. Um, oh, let's have a sense of realism. Like this could possibly be real, yeah. and that's why they chose uh, flight suit for the goblin. But it's not like those those movies were super serious and shit. I mean, it had a lot of camping. It had some cheesy dialogue in it too. Every time Green Goblin talked, it was cheesy dialogue. I get it. I'm just saying. I, I'm saying right. that's why I think they mm-hmm. ended up going that route as opposed to the per- pitch perfect uh, goblin mask that they had. Now, okay, so now that we've Discuss this a little bit further. Do you still stand with your seven and a half eight? Well, okay, no, no, that's fine. Eight to eight and a half. Do you still stand with it being the best Spider or your favorite Spider-Man movie? Most enjoyable, yes. Okay, all right. So I think that I would give it nine Drunk Iron Man, Drunk Iron Man, Drunk Iron Man. Uh, 
it didn't have very many flaws, but I think that Spider-Man 2 was a 9.5 to a 10. Now, Spider-Man 2 is still my favorite and the best, in my opinion, overall Spider-Man movie. And if you think about it, uh, it re this new one rehashing the same things from the old ones in terms of Peter on that trolley. Mm-hmm. That, that's Spider-Man 2 when he was on that train. Which they did the same thing. Amazing. I'm pretty sure they had a scene like that in the and, and every, he was on the every bridge day. and trying to... Which, which, of the three, that was the tra- most trash one. Trash. Trash. But, okay, yep, I think that we've uh, talked about these things long enough, so we gave you two reviews for the price of one, which is still free. This Justin, oh. breaking news. Uh-oh. Um, it looks like Shazam is going to be the, one of the next filmed DC movies, and The Rock is no longer a part of it. Really? That's what they're saying. That's, that's the breaking news part. Who, who's going to be the uh, director? Um, I don't know. Good. All right. Well, more of that later on. Uh, okay. So, uh, do we have a new sign off? I keep forgetting that shit. We have yet to come up with one. Okay. So Still working on it. So sign off to be announced and determined. So until our path next cross, we'll be here. A couple of guys that will same about studio again. Uh, EDJ Studios Underground. What he said. A couple, uh, a couple of guys telling true stories based on fiction. Money all around me. I look like I'm the man. Yeah, but I was counting up like last week. Tell me where have you been? Yeah, came out of girl. Don't act like I'm your man. Just a fan, you don't hold rank. No, 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 Cause you too bad for this shit How the relationship gon' last if he not having no chip You need a man, buy you bags, have you bragging and shit You don't need no man without no plan doing all that nagging and shit Well it's Gucci man and Gold Link and we got cold sinks I just bought my chick a cold mink down with the mold thing Brought the Lambo up to D.C. so they can see me Got shot glizzy with me but ain't nothing shy about me Spend a week with Gucci and I boost your self-esteem Wow! Every time I ball, you ball, we ball, girl, we a team Ooh. Dining with the king so you get treated like a queen yeah. Got a shining like the diamonds on my necklace, watch your rings money all around me, I look like I'm the man Yeah, but I was down up like last week Tell me, where have you been? Like I'm your man, I'm just a fan. You don't hold rain. No, 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 no